3: Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The numbers told the story they always do. For one of those idiots who believe in analytics, this is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN.
4: Good Thursday morning, tune is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the VSIN Visa app, GamePlus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM's Gil Alexander. Kelly Midland's in the hizzy. How you doing, Kelly? Doing great. Doing fantastic. Tell everybody what the time you went to bed last
5: night. 8.20 p.m. Wow. Yeah, like it's a school night and you're 10.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know where I was at 8.20? I was at UNLV, Boise oh, State. Oh,
5: man, what a party. I heard you were there. I heard uh, Sean McComb was there. Excellent audio engineer we have. Todd have All the stars were in the house. Not only
4: the cool people. Man, you know what Wishnev is though. Wishnev's the guy in the section that is not enough f- to uh, share his opinions with you, who's sitting right next to him. Everyone in the section must know what his opinions you are. You
5: know what? I don't like hearing these things about yeah. Todd because I, this is what I always assume people talk about me at. Like. like, oh, oh no. like it's great to go out to dinner with Kelly, except for seven other tables can hear him
4: talking. <laughs> God love him. By the way, UNLV. Yeah,
5: so how the game? Are they so, good?
4: Here's my here's my UNLV evaluation. So much talent, so little guidance. I'll
5: just leave it at that. Mm. That's all my that's all I got there. Gil soaked in a whole three-quarters of UNLV and
4: basketball and just judge them. The coaching your, is
5: not good enough. That was
4: your moment of college basketball, everybody. <laughs> uh, on the show today, uh, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted with the Crackman, hour number two. Hey, voice feeling like it's 87% it's right you're now. You're sounding good. It's getting man. there, baby. Whoa, watch out. Unscripted with the crackman and uh crackman, let me just pre- you know how I can preview that segment, that whole hour? He said he's fired up. Oh, boy. We never talk about what we're going to talk about. So, you know, I was like, fire it up. He goes, yeah, about everything. I'm like, all right, let's oh, do it. Coming in feisty, coming in hot. I like it. I like how when, the, when that hour starts, like before I could even finish the intro, he's like mid-rant. mid, <laughs> mid <rant. laughs> This is the best part. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this hour as well, we will have uh, Emerson Lazia join yes. us. Yes from DraftKings. Now, you know Emerson personally.
5: Good friend. Good friend of mine, Emerson Latia. You see him whenever you see the Monday Night Football or like on ESPN right before NBA games, and you're like, why did I just see a 20-second handicap of this Monday Night Football game for a DraftKings commercial? That's the guy. So that's the guy we're having on, Emerson Latia. We worked together for about four years down in South Florida in local news. Uh, Me as a producer, him as uh, one of the anchors. So yeah, we're going to have him on. He's from Jacksonville originally. He's one of the diehard Jaguars fans that, you know, you just laughed at for years and years and years as they suffered through horrible seasons. So, you know what? I figured we'd give him a chance to uh, actually come on and talk up his team a bit here.
4: Yeah, uh, You know what I want to ask him about? What's up with the Duval County love? Oh, That's please. That's all I want to ask please. him Please, yeah,
5: me too. Me too.
4: Got to ask him about that. Uh, we'll do that then, uh, obviously, NFL, including uh, what we want to get to this segment, because I want to talk about, again, the, the week before the postseason gives us this, you know, moment in time, which is such a great one in the sports calendar and the sports betting calendar where we can assess certain things. So I want to assess the MVP, Super Bowl MVP by proxy bets versus that of the entire uh, whole title, the whole Super Bowl title and how that might be a smarter bet or not as smart a bet depending on the team and the player. First, though, and I just want to promo after this show, yesterday we did the Megapod, Todd Wishnev, Jeff Parlay, Drew Dinsick, and I did the uh, Beating the Book NFL Megapod, let me tell you something. I don't want to be... Pri- uh, so. I'm going to say two things. One thing I am going to be prisoner of the moment on. The other thing I'm not going to be prisoner okay. of the moment on. Prisoner of the moment. Um, You and I talked about this off air. How many times are they going to show this Sicily Strong Paul Giamatti Einstein Verizon commercial? <laughs> oh this is the most showed commercial in the history of man.
5: See, you, you saw when I tweeted that out yesterday? Oh. It, dude, three minutes after I tweeted it out, it was on.
4: Not prisoner of the moment. I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in terms of the opinions generated, are the most divisive team I, I can ever remember doing this for. Because I believe and have believed all year long that they stink and have won bets based on that opinion. The market has never budged on them. Some would argue late in the season. Some people are like, oh, it kind of budged. Yeah, not really. And we have and Drew, who I love, and Drew's gonna do the Australian open pod with me here after the show today. Drew thinks they're getting past the division round. Yep. So maybe even to So it's it's amazing to me. So I think that is the most fascinating thing about this postseason. Where was I going with that? Oh, i thought like, you want to say well, something. Yeah, I
5: was just gonna say, real quick on that yep. though, because we have you're you're right. For week after week during the season, and especially when you were getting ready for guessing lines and would send in your guesses for lines, right? I would always kind of chuckle because they'd be so far off what the line was. Tampa Bay was always a team that you and I were both kind of looked at as this is. We don't understand the ratings that we're getting on these teams. Now, to me, this week is the one week where I actually think the line is kind of what it should be.
4: Agreed. But that doesn't mean the opinion hasn't, you know, the opinion those people who think they're great hasn't changed beyond this week. But you're right about this week. This week, I wouldn't be surprised. So I, th-
5: I think it's a non-bet for you and me, right? I Correct. don't want to speak for it, but I think it's a non-bet it for is you a non-bet. and me. And people like Drew and some other guys that love Tampa Bay, you're sitting there saying, I'm catching and I'm catching points at home.
4: It's, it's fascinating. I don't remember a team like this that is so wide in, in variance in terms of the opinions on them. Anyway, so Drew was kind enough to do the NFL Megapod with us yesterday, which was awesome. And he and I are going to do the Australian Open Megapod, uh, which happens right after the Beating the Book podcast, which happens right after this show. And the draw is out. I don't want to get too deep into that because I'll just steer you towards the podcast for those who are super interested in that. But on the men's side, uh, you know, Novak Djokovic, th- th- I guess the, he, he they tried. I, they didn't try. These are supposed to be random, right? But it looks like on on paper that, you know, as far as draws go, yeah, he got he had a pretty... T- tough one, I guess, with Holger Rune and Andre Rublev and Nick in his quarter, but it's still Djokovic's. Like, I mean, they can't make it hard enough for him. Uh, As far as quarter value, I think you might be able to find some quarter value in quarter number four, if you will, on the men's side, where Taylor Fritz is plus 275 and Matteo Berrettini is plus 550. So I think on the men's draw, quarter four is where you might find some quarter value. On the women's side, and I'll just leave it at this, and I'll point you to uh, a deeper dive on the podcast. Women's side on the quarters, I think some value in quarter number two on Petra Vitova, perhaps, at plus 650, and in quarter number four on Belinda Bencic at four to one. Sabalenka being the uh, short shot in quarter number four. Pagula, Jesse Pagula being the uh, short shot in quarter number two. But the women's draw, of course, much more more uh, competitive. And I would even say, finally, Iga got herself a tough quarter. Like she's had a pretty even. Even those of us who love Iga would acknowledge she's probably gotten the best of the draws in most of these slams. Not this time. Uh, this time she's in one with uh, Danielle freaking Collins, Zhang uh, Wen, who is an amazing young Chinese player. I don't think he's ready quite yet, but she'll she will be one day. And Coco is in her quarter as well. So, and by the way, Iga has a tough first round match. Really. Against okay. Julie Niemeyer, which is rife with all kinds of pitfalls if she happens to play on Tuesday. I have to check. Tuesday in in, uh, in Melbourne. By the way, where do you stand on that? Do we pronounce that Melbourne or Melbourne? Man. Ron I, Flatter goes Melbourne. Melbourne is what I always say. I always say Melbourne. But Ron Flatter, who lived in Australia, is like, it's Melbourne. I'm like, really? Do you say Adelaide?
5: All right, so my sister is married to an Australian guy. Does that count then? Does my opinion count more? No i never asked him how to pronounce Melbourne, though.
4: <laughs> okay. So anyway, it Tuesday supposed to be like a hundred degrees. So if it if she plays Niemeyer on a on a hundred degree day, that could be big trouble. So anyway, Australian Open with Drew a little later on. Uh, we'll post that on
5: Twitter. Just real quick, off of what you were saying, Ega. Uh, so I saw I saw her move from two to plus two twenty five. That was her movement based off of uh, the draw. And then the one that looked the most affected. Uh, Oddswise was Nadal because I think he slid from like 10, what was he ten or twelve the one we were looking at the other day and down to like seventeen is where he's at now. Uh, so he was the one I saw with the with the most movement.
4: Well, the reason for that is he's in Daniil Medvedev's same quarter. Gotcha. So that's the that's the issue. And Medvedev is the uh you know the short shot beyond Novak. Uh, okay, let's talk Super Bowl MVP real quick. Can we squeeze that in as well? So are we allowed to do that? So, okay, of course, there's odds to win the Super Bowl, but every year it is a good thing for all bettors to look at the MVP market, and specifically quarterbacks, but also beyond. So if you think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, you see their odds are generally, I'll shop around for these, but generally their odds, and we'll quote the DraftKings odds, to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are plus 350. Patrick Mahomes is four to one. So does it make sense to bet Mahomes there? I would say no, because it's generally the same number. Right. Close enough. Uh, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. Now, by the way, what other Chiefs could win it? Kelsey? Eh, it's probably going to be Mahomes, but it's not its not a big enough
5: gap for you
4: to bet Mahomes. It, not, even,
5: not even to really sprinkle.
4: Right. You know what I mean? Josh Allen, same thing with the Bills. He's 4-1 on the Bills. Josh Allen's plus 550. I mean, a little more of a margin there, but, I mean, who's going to win it? Stephon Diggs? It's hey. only Josh Allen. So, yeah. so,
5: to me, this is Mah- the Mahomes one, it would be just bet the Chiefs. This one, it's the bet the Bills, but sprinkle some on Josh Allen.
4: Oh, I'll give you that. Philadelphia Eagles, I would say just bet the Eagles plus 550. Jalen Hurts is plus 650. So I would say just Eagles. Now, here's where it gets interesting. San Francisco 49ers are plus 550 currently to win the Super Bowl. Um, excuse me, five to one, pardon me. Brock Purdy's nine to one. Someone asked me on Twitter the other day, hey, should I bet Brock Purdy? I'm like, no, they have too many weapons. Yeah. They got Debo, they got McCaffrey, they got Kittle. Kittle is 80 to one, dude. I yeah, would bet I... Kittle.
5: I would make that bet before sprinkle I sprinkle me, Purdy.
4: Mac. Sprinkle me. That is what you eighty to one on Kittle because to me that's now that's a bet. And again, four touchdowns in the last excuse me seven touchdowns in the last four games for George Kittle. Brock Purdy rediscovered him when Jimmy G had forgotten about him. Bengals plus eight fifty to win it all. Burrow ten to one. Yeah, I can't really bet Burrow there. Just bet the Bengals. Yeah. Dak Prescott fifteen to one. Cowboys twelve to one. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. Um, but the other team I want to mention, by the, by the way, Justin Herbert and the Chargers, basically the same number. I wouldn't really mess with that. The one, though, that I would bet the player and not the team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If the Tampa oh, Bay Buccaneers yeah. win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady is winning MVP. I don't care if that dude goes 12 of 17 for 85 yards. I'm exaggerating, but you get the idea. Bucks are like 25 to 1. Brady's 30 to 1. 30 to 1. Yeah. Just bet Brady. Super Bowl MVP market. Always a great market by proxy. We'll come back. More football talk on the other side. Numbers game Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: A Numbers Game on v the sports betting network.
4: Don't forget, A Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. And as always, big doings over there at BetMGM, including, of course, downloading the app first and foremost. It won't take you but a few seconds, then stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. and Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Five two two forty seven hundred. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. Uh, let's see, Nick Value Meal picks uh, talk about the Megapod yesterday. Says blurting, blurting, quote, "Jesus helps him," referring to Phil Rivers uh, getting it in on the football field might make the top five Megapod moments of the season. The disputed champ, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, those are all Megapod references for those who listen. Uh, Nick Kendhammer also quoting the Megapod. You better watch yourself. You're getting there. LOL. So many things. There's so many references. Weight. Todd Twishnev, who lost 100 pounds and gained 40 back, weight shames others. Oh, man. So there's a little weight shame back. Best NFL capper. If point spreads rarely matter in the wild card round, does that mean six-point teasers are a stupid bet this week? I would never say they're stupid. But less value.
2: But yeah,
4: a little bit of less value. And again, for those who missed it yesterday, I was talking about how it's a fair question during it is during the regular season since 1978, since the database goes back, uh, since wild card uh, format was established, and it was it were differing wild card formats along the way. Uh, during the regular season since 1978, it was like 84, roughly 82, 83 percent of the time, point spreads don't matter. That is to say that the underdog wins outright or the favorite. Uh, wins and covers. So only 17-plus percent does the favorite win but not cover. When you get to the playoffs, it increases to about 84 85% playoffs as a whole, postseason, I should say, as a whole. But wildcard weekend specifically, north of 88%. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, that format has changed. So it used to be two buys, and so the wildcard weekend would fit, would feature a three versus six and a four versus five, as opposed to the current format, which is two, seven, three, six, four, five. So does that mean we can easily just translate those numbers? No, not technically we can't, but some of the same principles might apply because if you just believe that the difference between the talent levels of the good teams during wildcard weekend versus the lesser teams, that the gap is such that that really manifests during wildcard weekend, then the numbers would apply. Let me just tell you at one point during that stretch, of these years where the uh eight, north of 88% manifested Kelly 32, three, and 1 at one point Jeez. where winners covered the point spread. So only 3 times in 36 ball games did a favorite win but not cover wow. along that way. Um it's I really like incredible. Also like
5: you and I are team or team chalk this week, right? Oh, like, we are There's so not chalky. a single underdog I like.
4: There's, so I'm so chalky. Um anyway, we appreciate all the tweets. By the way, um uh, podiatron, I noticed you have some space between you and Todd at the basketball game. Oh, Todd put out a video. What's it like going to a game with Todd? Again, the entire section needs to know what he's talking about, and I want to get him out of poking range.
5: Damn, Jesse Welch saying Kittle opened 150 or 130. To
4: yes, and I would still take him at 81. Nice. Not everybody has it, but if you can find it. By the way, Nevada just sparse. This just in. All right, so uh, some bets. We, we gave a whole bunch of bets in the first uh, segment of the show. But here's, you know, again, I do have some Australian open bets in terms of futures. I've had these for a while. EGA at plus 225. I bet her a few times, several times on this. That's basically where the number is back to. The days of EGA being 7 to 1 or beyond, they're over. So I will fully admit that there's a bit of a carryover there for me. A bit of nostalgia. It's not the most fabulous number in the world, but I still think she's the lady to beat, despite having a really tough draw. I did take a Swatek, Djokovic, Kiniela, if you will, little, little um, mm-hmm. women's men's parlay. I didn't get a better. I didn't get as good of a number as others did. I got plus three fifty, but I took it. And then the other thing I did is I do have ego to win exactly three slams at plus five fifty. Now again, mathematically, are these great numbers? They are not. But I believe in and trust me.
5: Yeah, you have an ego problem.
4: She's done very... Oh, I don't have an ego problem.
5: Or uh, Bruh, what, what is it, it, doesn't bar-
4: ma- it doesn't matter if I bet her to the rest <laughs> of my life, I'm still going to be gonna way say, up.
5: What does uh, Chuck say? You have a gambling problem if you don't... If, uh, <laughs> when you got the money he has, or if you don't lose.
4: It ain't juice if the bet wins. I believe some say. By the way, that Tampa... And we'll get to our NFL bets now that we have for this weekend. And, and going back to that Tampa Bay thing, Kelly, where, with my theory being, you know, look, this is... To me, the most divisive team in terms of opinion. And I think of that. Do you ever watch Boys in the Hood? One of the great cinematic lines of all time, Ice Cube at the end. Uh, Ice Cube where he's uh, sitting there with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. with Trey. And he's like, either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. It's right up there with Play It Again, Sam. Or, or, uh, frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. In terms of cinematic history in this country. Uh, It's with Tampa Bay. I feel that way. I don't know if they don't know. They don't see. (laughs) Or they don't accept what's going on with this team It's amazing to me. Problem
5: so, is, <clears throat> we have to wait. We have to wait like a week to get on our soapbox, probably, because it's. Do you believe that much in the Cowboys? I don't either. No, no, no.
4: Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, the, problem, that's right? the thing. I keep having a caveat. It's like, but not this week. <laughs> this week, I would be not be surprised at either thing. So the bets that I have made are all Chalky McChalkerson. And again, if you're just landing on this show, you're gonna be like, this dude is the chalkiest, squarest thing I've ever seen. He's the squarest dude I've ever seen in my life. It's Wildcard Weekend. And those stats that we mentioned to me still matter. I got the Bengals at minus seven and minus one twenty. And I got the Niners minus nine and a half at minus one thirteen. Niners have drifted up to 10 now. Um here was the parlay I made yesterday right before the 2 and new news. I got stupid fortunate because I got the Bengals and the Niners, but I got the Bills and I bought the Bills number down to minus seven. Twenty minutes later, the two news comes out. Yeah. By the time we did the megapod, it was 13. So that was super lucky. And then I did a teaser with those three teams playing plus 150. And again, if you're landing here and you're like, this dude is ridiculous. I accept for this week. I accept. And I'm not touching any of the other three games pre-flop.
5: I hear you. I haven't done much yet. Um, I bet the Bengals, I bet the, I laid six and a half small on the opener just because I didn't really know where it was going to move right on Lamar news. We were waiting for that all week. Um, And then as that kind of started to trickle out yesterday, he wasn't at practice. I hit that seven, yeah, before it moved any further. So I am pretty heavily loaded up on the Bengals this week. Other than that, Gil, I haven't made a single bet yet. Yes, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting. If the Vikings move to two and a half, I will be in on the Vikings. Otherwise, I'll be looking to get in on them live. I still think they're a better team than the Giants. Um, I might get on the Chargers, but man, this keeps moving. This is two and a half now everywhere you
4: look. So, if the Ravens win, you and I are toast. Yeah. It kind of looks like it might be Anthony Brown.
5: That's going to be... That game is going to be 49-7 to if he's playing. So,
4: here's the thing about him. He looked dreadful early in that game last week, and yet somehow by the end you were like, oh, he kind of kept this competitive. So, I do
5: want to give him that nod, but again... When he's bad, oh boy, is he bad. You can give him that nod, but I mean, and you're the first person who said this, but I've heard three other, I've talked to three or four other college football handicappers that I respect a ton who are in shock this guy's even on an NFL
4: roster. I remember, I told you, when he, when he was, I remember that game when he was playing for Oregon, they were playing Utah. Oh my God, you couldn't have bet enough against him. All right, there's also Super Bowl exactas that you can bet. Yeah. Chrissy Andrews, I believe the first bookmaker who ever did this. Applying horse racing principles to sports betting, he'll tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was Chrissy. Uh, so let's give him a shout. By the way, how humble is he that he he's come he's up with amazing. all these things? I, I know there's so he many never times he, says a
5: word. You'll drop some of these things on uh, air, and I'm like, wait, they did? So I mean, like, they that know? one I knew about, but yeah, like it's amazing. He's so humble.
4: So I got to introduce him. I'm gonna be like, I'm with the Hall of Famer, like Joe Buck does with Aikman. With the Hall of Famer, Chrissy Andrews, Buffalo beating San Francisco, Casey beating Philly, thirteen to one short shots at DraftKings. Not too far behind that, KC beating San Francisco, Buffalo beating Philly, 14 to 1, Philly beating KC, San Francisco beating KC, 15 to 1, and 16 to 1, Philly beating Buffalo 17 to 1. I think you catch my drift on that. San Francisco beating Buffalo 20 to 1. So all the different, you know, San Francisco, Buffalo, again, the big five, as we like to call them Philly, yeah. San Francisco, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City in whatever order. Now, which of those drifts a little further down? How about. San Francisco beating Cincinnati at 30 to 1? Wow, almost anything Cincinnati, right? Or Cincinnati beating San Francisco 35 to one. Anything Cincinnati, you're right. Winning
5: anyway. Yeah. These are, I, I mean, we've talked about it a bit this week. I've got three AFC teams ranked ahead of anybody I have in the NFC. So I don't know. This is one of my, actually, I was right typing these up this morning, Gil, thinking to myself, I should maybe play a couple of these with involving Cincinnati, because I've got. I got two strong feelings heading in the playoffs. I got three AFC teams ranked ahead of anybody that I have then in the NFC. And I still, I'm still i still in that party of I think the Eagles and 49ers are pretty close together. I am not in the crowd yet like you are of the 49ers are better than this, oh, this team. I'm all in. So I'm kind of thinking, man, I should mess around with like a Cincinnati Philly one at 35 to 1.
4: Are these available in, in Las Vegas anywhere? I
5: do believe a couple shops post. We this, have them yes. here at the South Point? No, I haven't checked. Not yet.
4: Okay. Because I looked around town. I didn't see him. Maybe I didn't look at the right place.
5: You did? I, I did. Usually I, I looked for Super Bowl MVP, too. I didn't see that. So that one I know that we bar- we barely can ever find. I think exact as you can find usually. What are we doing? We can't
4: find MVP. Like really?
5: I, I'm hearing in my ear has exact.
4: Oh, they do? Okay. Shout out to Circa. We'll come back. Emerson Lazia from DraftKings joins us. And what's all this Duval County scuttle? Why do we gotta say that five times? Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
4: If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the Visa experts have got you covered. Become a Visa Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only nine dollars ninety-nine cents. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep-dive betting reports and VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N dot slash subscribe. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Usually I introduce the guests but since Kelly has a personal relationship with our next guest, mm-hmm. I think it's only appropriate that you introduce
5: him. Yes, he this uh this man and myself uh, formed possibly the greatest local news team that the state of Florida has ever seen. <laughs> from a sports side, not news side. That would be that would be tragic. Uh you see that would him, be an exaggeration. Yeah, that would be an exaggeration, yeah. yes. You see him often on TV for DraftKings commercials, for DraftKings promos before games. The great Emerson Latia we bring in now. Emerson, it is great to see you, my good friend.
7: Dude, I have missed you. I have missed you so much. I'm I'm proud every time every time I see you on my television. I say I am I am proud because I helped build your career. You are you are nothing without me, Kelly Bidlin.
5: Uh, you remind me of it often. You remind me of it often. Uh, Emerson, who is from the Jacksonville area originally, Gil. Uh, donning the amazing 90s uh, Jacksonville Jaguars jacket.
4: I was going to forget the jacket. Emerson, first of all, nice to meet you. Is that a Mark Brunel jersey?
7: Yes, it certainly is. Absolutely, it's Mark Brunel jersey. Uh, Best quarterback we've had since Trevor Lawrence came around. That's no offense to the boat, Blake Bortles, who uh, (laughs) I love dearly. But, uh, yeah, man, and it still pains me. still pains me a little bit. Just having flashbacks here of that 99 season where the Titans were the only team to beat the Jaguars. It was three times. But, yeah, this jacket is real. This is a real throwback starter jacket, not the stuff that they're making now. This was in a thrift store a year ago. And then a friend of our program said, let me send this to you. I said, absolutely, pal.
4: And I love it, and it fits good, and it keeps me warm. Emerson, by the way, host of The Sweat. On DK Nation. What a great name for a show. Kelly yeah. and I were going to name this show The Perspiration, but we were told in a workshopping that that wasn't going to work out. So the sweat is is a fine Yeah, name.
7: no, we we, yeah. Loved, we loved the name of the show. Higher Up uh, came up with it, I believe, it was Ezra. I love it. I have a friend that's like, well, that's kind of like calling, you know, our show The Fart. But I said, yeah, no, dude, the sweat absolutely works
4: for us. Emerson, Emerson, landscape. first question is very hard-hitting. You're from Jacksonville. Why? Yeah. And I really mean this seriously because this has been – plaguing those of us who, have, who are not from that area. Why is it that, like, the these Scott Hansons of the world who do red zone continually refer to Jaguars games as they're doing big things in Duval County? Can't say Jacksonville. Why, why, is the, why do the Jaguars get the county association more than any other team in football? Why is that?
7: I mean, it's 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 important. A, you got to know where you live. You got to know the county of every football <laughs> is, team in this country. If it, you're a true fan, yes. and I will say this, I will say this. It's rare. I do believe it's the largest city in the country when in terms of land mass. Like, so the entire county, right, of Duval is the entire city of Jacksonville. I don't believe any other city in this country can say that. So why not embrace every single? piece, an inch of land that so, your city falls in, Duval, like, let's he's go, right. man. It's
5: always been I, the Jacks, Gil. He's right on the Jacksonville part, but the, the, the key part is what he just said. If Jacksonville, Jacksonville is one of the largest cities in America. If you just go by the city of Jacksonville, it's, so why you don't just call it Jacksonville? Why is it just Jacksonville? Why is because it always it's in Duval, Duval County?
7: County. Jacksonville's in Duval County. Jacksonville inside Duval County. In terms of this team, in terms of where we are in the country, the county can never be more important than it is now. We are the people. This is America's team. This is America's county, Kelly Bidlin. We have America's quarterback with Trevor Lawrence. You look at this county of Duval, what does it have? What does it include? What does it entail? I don't know. People of America. Every single kind of person in the world is in Duval County. That is why we are the true America's team.
4: Emerson, I don't accept the answer, but I appreciate you answering it. <laughs> here, here's, here's here's where that's per, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> here's here's where the betting market disagrees with it being America's county. Uh, Chargers taking money, my friend, minus two and a half yeah. now on the Chargers at Jacksonville. Uh, at Jacksonville, what do you make of that, and how do you feel about this game?
7: I mean, why the hell would you not take the Jags at plus money right now? They're being disrespected. So the line's back up to to two and a half. The Jags, all right, a little bit minus last week, are playing some of the best football of the season. Trevor Lawrence was playing like a Hall of Famer for essentially the last eight weeks of the year. This was arguably the best team, the best offense in the league for like the second half of the season. Last week was refreshing, though, in a way, Gil, because – Trevor had an off day. The running attack had an off day. You know what ended up happening? The defense, which has been fantastic over the last like four or five weeks, what? They've held opponents under 23 points in four of their past five games. Like, this defense has emerged as an absolute potent weapon for this team, dude. The Chargers have knocked off one playoff team all season. You know which playoff team that was? The Dolphins. Come on, man. The Jags are real. Why are people sleeping on the Team in Duval County,
5: Florida. So this is like last week. Gil was like the. You know how you'll hear, you'll hear people say it was good for this team to get a loss. This was last week. Emerson's treating that as it was good to take a loss without taking a loss. They yeah. played bad but didn't. No, take I get it, it. Out. but absolutely,
4: Emerson. Let me ask you this though. You so you're a. I mean, a Jags fan has to be. You have to be a sort of defeatist. You have to have some kind of defeatist DNA because this has this has never worked out up up until the scoop and never. score especially coming off the Urban Meyer year. My goodness, right? And Doug Peterson, the great changeover. But up until the scoop and score, did you really believe it was going to happen?
7: No, I was absolutely miserable on my couch. And my wife looked up at me and said, it's really unattractive when you yell and pace around like our apartment. And Kelly knows my wife well as well because she worked with us at WPTV in West Palm Beach. I was miserable. I had all sorts of really... Angry and depressed tweets, I was ready to hit send on them, and then all of a sudden, a Christmas miracle in January when Josh Allen, the best Josh Allen in the NFL, might I add scoop and score, and it's okay, Gil. It doesn't always have to be pretty. It doesn't, but last week is only going to make Jacksonville more ready, more prepared to host its first primetime playoff game. Let's go, dude. It does not get any better than this.
4: Okay. So you are all over your team. No surprise there. But if I, if I asked you, okay, Emerson Latia now takes off the Jaguars jacket and Jersey. Don't actually do it by the way, just figuratively. Um, He will be careful. (laughs) What is, what is your favorite bet of the weekend?
7: I think it's Jags plus two and a half. You do. I think it's absolutely got to be Jags plus two and a half. I don't. I, I still don't understand. I mean, hell, why not take them both? <laughs> like seriously, the Jags are the Jags are going to the Jags are going to win this game outright, man. All right, like, okay. the, ja- the Jags will win this game by a touchdown
4: if, at least. A if touchdown. beyond this game, what would be your favorite play?
7: Beyond this game, like this weekend,
4: yes, I I don't know if you're aware. There's five other there's five other games that are being played yeah, outside and you know of what, Duval I'm County. I'm not sure
7: if you're aware here, buddy. Yeah. they they're all rematches. From the regular yes. season yes and they i'm are. telling you it may sound a little crazy you take bills you take bills minus 13 right now the dolphins are dead fish in the water right now it's pathetic those guys don't want to be in buffalo those guys don't want to be in the cold they don't want to be against facing a motivated buffalo football team at home Demar hamlin i don't know for a fact but i'm sure he's going to be there right now but you take the points
4: baby Okay, the lay the points is what uh, Emerson is saying. Emerson, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much yes, for coming on. Lay the on. points, Emerson. Anything you want to Guys, share about Kelly before I, we leave?
7: Yes, uh, Kelly Bidlin is a wonderful human being. His beard has filled out well, and I like your hair, Kelly. <laughs> Thanks, he Appreciate it, man.
4: <laughs> Emerson Latzia from DraftKings. You Thanks. would
7: fit in well in Duval County,
4: Kelly. You really would. <laughs> Thank you, Emerson. Appreciate it. Emerson with the Mark Brunel. Gail, great meeting you. You too. Um, I don't know if I got a, I don't know if I got a sufficient Duval County explanation there.
5: No, no, it was actually, yeah. it was kind of backwards. Cause that's always been my complaint. If Jacksonville is such a big city, then why don't we just call it Jacksonville? Why do we keep referring to the County? You know, like there are cities that are small parts of a large County that it makes more sense with. I, I don't know, man. It irritates me too.
4: We get tweets at being the
5: book. A- Emerson Lazio, though, one of the few people in my life that has trusted me enough to watch his dog. Wow. Die. One of the few people I've actually cared enough to dogs.
4: Scott, New York, Mess 16. Also, what's the deal with Santa Clara all the time when talking in nine, uh, Niners? I think people say Santa Clara just to point out that they're no longer in San Francisco. I think that one's
5: important, right? I mean, you, you lived in, in San Francisco. Santa
4: Clara is Silicon Valley. When they moved from Candlestick, which was, you know, South San Francisco, if you will. So that was kind of a, distinct, a distinction from that. Um, he also says, uh, Gil, so you're, have, you're saying to have dinner with Kelly and Todd, it would need to be in a stadium setting so their volume equates to normal. I would say you and Emerson, my God. You guys did a show together for real?
5: Oh, and like drank often together. So, yeah, out at bars, it got a little got a little out of control sometimes. Okay. All right. Uh, next, Coach Odds.
4: Let's do that on the other side. You can bet all kinds of things. Colts, Broncos, Panthers, Cardinals – you can bet on it. Who's going to be those teams' next coaches? Is there value anywhere? Numbers game, Veasan, the sports betting network.
6: From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life,
4: At BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Skill Alexander. We get tweets at beating the book. Primetime. Cowboys underscore Cubs one. Ooh, baby. If Crackman says he's fired up, it's going to be time to start the day drinking because it's going to be happy hour on ANG with Gil and Crack. Les Ride is what he says. Uh, this is from uh, a lot of uh, Megapod references here. Oh, Jesse Welch telling us the Kittle bet, remember, actually opened at either 150 or 130 to 1. Did you say that on air or off air? On air. Oh, you did. <laughs> it's
5: okay. I can't even tell you more.
4: I'm sorry. Uh, New audience Sh- from 20 minutes ago. Sean Gusick. Uh, Dallas hasn't lost back-to-back games all year. Brady never lost to Dallas, and this Bucks team is broken offensively. Give me the boys, as everyone loves Tampa Bay. Bet with 80. Oh, excuse me. Bet with uh, – is it bet with Bo? Pardon me. <laughs> Not bet with 80. Bet with Bo. That's why I love you, Gil. The boys in the hood reference brought a tear to my eye that dropped in my coffee. One of the great, one of the movies that if it it's ever on, I stop in my tracks and watch it no matter how many times. You
5: feel like you you see it on though often anymore. I don't, because I was gonna, like I love that movie too, but it's been a solid. It's been a while. Seven eight years since I've seen it. Len Glauzinski,
4: you've heard me say this before. I don't know if I've ever heard you say anything before, Len, but I've read, read your tweets. He said before regarding horse plays, you take what they give you. Sometimes playing the chalk is the right play. No need to justify your picks, Lenny. Thank you, Lenny. Uh, Las Vegas, 514. Yo, boys in the hood reference. Love it. You think Ricky would have been a good running back? We'll never know. We'll never know, Las Vegas. That's the thing. We'll never know. Ricky had all the talent in the world, man. Shouldn't have run down that alley.
5: <laughs> should have run down that alley.
4: Uh, Murphy, 12,800. Gil, regarding the Ravens and Anthony Brown versus the Bengals, just note the receivers. Oh, my God. Well, this has been the case with the receivers all, Ravens receivers all year, Murphy. And uh, you're right. Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, James Prochet, and Tillid Wallace or Tylen Wallace. Alan Mitchell, do you like uh, that I have Zhang Xinwen at 80 to 1 from September? I mean, it's a good number, but I she has not been playing as well this year as she has at times last year. She took Iga to a third set. She's not playing that well right now. Big number, though. Oh, big number, and she is going to be spectacular. In more ways than one. Patrick at Patty Romp. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback since Mark Brunel. Did Emerson forget about the great Chad Henney? Come on, man.
5: <laughs> Chad Henney.
4: Uh Web 12 66. I cannot read that, but that is hilarious. Steven Vegas. Did Emerson Latia just cut his uh WWE promo on ANG? Pretty sure, yep. <laughs> when Florida goes Florida, he said. Uh Rich PSM. Uh, They all hated Tampa versus Carolina. How'd that go? Oh, yeah. Rich, PSM, listen. You finally got a Tampa win after all those weeks of us hating on Tampa. This is clearly a Bilo situation with a goat getting
5: points. See, this is what I'm talking about, though. You, it's you, such confirmation no, bias. No, you and I, got to be. we got to be careful this week. Because oh, yes, because people are going to say, oh, you thought they'd lose to Dallas. No, we don't. Because when they beat the Cowboys, right. we're going to be sitting here under a just gunfire of tweets of, I told you so. What are you guys and talking of, about?
4: That's right, and we. Ha- you're absolutely right, Kelly, because there's so much stuff we say on this show that people just— like literally the, the Ron Rivera thing where people are like, you said he'd be coach of the year. No, I did. Said the opposite. Didn't said there shouldn't be a world in a world. Shouldn't be a world where Dan Campbell's plus plus one seventy five, Daybull's 30 to one. And Rivera's a hundred to one and said, not saying he should be coach of the year, but there shouldn't be a world like
5: that. There's so many of those things. We just gotta wait till next week. We gotta so wait till next they, week. They can maybe get by Dallas. I, I can, I can buy into that.
4: Rich PSM goes uh, on to say oh, offensive line is healing. By the way, he's right about that. And then he quotes uh, Boys in the Hood. He goes, you're my problem. Best father line to a kid by Lawrence Fishburne, Boys in the Hood. You're my problem. That's exactly right. Uh, this is from uh, Indiana Jet. Indianapolis encompasses all of Marion County, Indiana. I've lived here for 26 years. I've never heard anyone scream, Marion. I. That's a perfect example, right? We were going through more yep. often, but that's a perfect example. Johnny Ringo, January twelfth, 2023. The Day and numbers game went sports talk radio for a full segment. Johnny, I'm pouring <laughs> out of 40, my friend. Kelly and I are going to have a very aggressive conversation after the show.
5: The the other, uh, the other Duval part that irritates me no. is when I think Duval, I think of Duval Street and Key West. So, like, it's also like it's a split Florida, Florida thing. You don't think of Robert Duval? Oh, sure, Robert Duval's great, but you know,
4: okay, you want to do some NFL coaching odds? Let's do it, let's do that. Let's do that, do that, do do that, that, that. All right. What team do you want to start with here? Again, there's one Colts. First. Are there six vacancies right now? Because remember there was interim coaches. Oh
5: yeah. So um, it's like,
4: it's, it, there's only been, you know, what Hackett, uh, you know, there's an interim coach to finish the season there. Jeff Saturday was an interim coach. Well, let's start with the interim coach. That is Jeff Saturday in the Indianapolis Colts. Jim Harbaugh is your short shot at plus three fifty. Here's why, by the way, Saturday's 8-1 to one on this. Huh. See Aaron Glenn on there, the uh, Detroit Lions defensive coordinator, 10-1. <laughs> to one. Here's why I think Jim Harbaugh is appropriately priced. Two reasons. One, he did play for the Indianapolis Colts, got them to an AFC championship game. And here's the other thing. The inside scuttle on Jim Harbaugh.
5: People say he wants to coach back in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's going... I, I, I think he's going whether it's whether it's this year or next year. Yeah. I guess it could be next year too, right? I mean like that Michigan team should still be pretty good that they're bring back next year. Um, I find the Jeff Saturday odds fascinating. This was actually <laughs> ten to one, went down to eight to one. I mean, he, he's apparently going to get serious consideration. Why? I have no idea. Give me one reason. I, I, I can't give you a reason, but the Colts are interviewing him. I demand a reason. <laughs> I, I can't give you one. The guy's been atrocious. I'm not saying to bet it. I'm just saying I find it interesting that it's a guy that they they've, they're actually going to talk to, and he's listed at eight to one. Jim Jim Harbaugh, though, if he's going anywhere, I would think it's there. Like if we're talking about this year, I mm-hmm. think it's there.
4: I think it's appropriately placed. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, plus 350, and Dan Quinn, who should get a lot of love from a lot of teams, the Cowboys defensive coordinators at 6-1. to one, But I think Harbaugh should be the short shot. Now, here's the curious case of the Denver Broncos, where Dan Quinn is, by the way, the short shot at plus 125, and Jim Harbaugh is behind him at plus 350, and Sean Payton, who they've gotten permission to interview, is at 7-1. to one. By the way, before we talk about any of this, did you hear who the Denver Broncos interviewed or have asked to interview. I'm not sure if it's happened yet or not for their head coaching position. No. David Shaw.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, I did read that last night. How amazing is that?
4: Uh, Dude, (laughs) please let this
5: happen. Please (laughs) let this happen. The content that that will give us will just be remarkable. I was reading, I forgot I did read, I did read that last night, and I'm, re- I'm reading a couple tweets about it, and it's like NFL writers making it sound like David Shaw has been a, is a respected person in NFL circles that they've expected this move oh. from, from a while now.
4: David Shaw wants to get back in the NFL, but David Shaw, you know, sans Andrew Luck and Christian McCaffrey. That program has just gone down the toilet. It was awful, with no, seemingly no adjustments or or care for it to turn around, and then just sort of bouncing. Yeah, yeah I'm out. Sorry. So I can't believe that.
5: And uh, it's fascinating. And the, uh, I do mean, you
4: think would... Sean Payton would take this job? That's what I really want to get to.
5: Uh, I think Sean Payton ha- will have his it will have his, whatever job he wants. Right? If he whatever one of these pro jobs that he wants. I think it's up to him. So but I don't if, know if it's going to be here. I'm shocked to see Dan Quinn is short of odds yeah, in this market. I, would, I mean, would, this feels very aggressive.
4: D'Amico Ryan's a great candidate, 12 to 1, the Niners defensive coordinator. D Jim Caldwell showing up on a board at 14 to 1. How about that?
5: You're telling me, D'Amico, that I don't. Again, I'm not saying I'm going to bet it in this market, but I don't believe for a second D'Amico Ryan's is not going to be a head coach in the NFL next season.
4: I would agree with that.
5: Like I don't know which team it's for. And
4: deserves to be.
5: But D'Amico Ryan should be a head coach in the NFL.
4: If the Cowboys lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend on Monday night, will Jerry Jones fire Mike McCarthy and hire
5: Sean Payton? Uh, He absolutely should. I think if Sean Payton's available, he will. If Sean Payton's n- not available, he won't, and McCarthy will be back because we saw what he did with Jason Garrett for years.
4: This is one that I think I would, I might bet. This is that DraftKings is not available to us. Steve Wilks, the interim coach for the for the Panthers, is five to one. Yeah, he didn't he didn't earn that
5: job. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And you're Carolina. How much? How many better? Of all the teams we just went through so far, this is the least attractive job, right? I would think so. So why wouldn't you stick with the guy who actually won you a few games in the interim basis, and you're probably not going to be able to attract the Sean Paytons in the world anyways?
4: Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, is the short shot at 3-1, D'Amico Ryan's at 5-1. I think Steve Wilkes at 5-1, I'd probably bet that if it were available to me. Look at him. one more of these on the other side, and unscripted with the crack man, next numbers game, v the Sports Betting
5: Network.